Hi, Chad. Kevin, how are you? I am good. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This yeah. is the Canada Athletic Training Podcast. We You're really- Chad. I'm Kevin. I am Chad. <laughs> you are Kevin. Yes. So th- first off, thank you to everybody who's been tuning in. We've had um, some really good weeks here. Um, this community, this podcast continues to grow because of you. And so we wanted to just start off with a sincere thank you. Um, you guys drive the content of this True. show. So we Absolutely. come up with the ideas, but you, you, you kind of power it. So thank you all. Yeah. Um, Big time thank you. That being said, mm-hmm. we have a major announcement. Major announcement. That we're going to get to at the very end of the show. <laughs> so you have to tune in for this entire episode. Chatty, you're such a tease. I know. And it's going to be fun. It will be. Um, so major announcement at the end of this segment, or at not segment, at the end of this show. show. So tune in. Um, and don't forget, we are still looking for help with our top five segment. Yeah, um, we are. So we have a survey out there on SurveyMonkey. Mm-hmm. If you follow us on our social media, which is candid underscore ATC, we have links um, that you can send to your athletes, and we need 100 of them. Uh, the first 100 athletes to get to the survey will be included in our podcast going yep. forward. Yep. Um, and without that, we have no content and we have no show, and yeah. we want to keep doing this. I guess we'll have to just stop the podcast. Yeah, we don't want to do that. No, uh, I don't think so. So if you could help us out um, and push your athletes just a little bit more, uh, to do some surveys. It literally, the average time is like three minutes. I looked, they track how long it takes people to finish it. It is three minutes to do the survey. So, yeah. uh, if we can get that done, we can continue to do this for you because that's what we like to do. Yes. Sound good? Absolutely. And let's wrap up last week. Yeah. So Kevin, the hot topic from last week's show, yeah. when we were talking about Summer. Summer. Seems to be healing lace pads. Yeah. Yeah. I think you really pads. got um, something going on healing lace pads here. I like it. So it's we a had passion some, of mine. We had some comments <laughs> on how to do healing lace pads. Um, and some people agreed with you. I think it was Hannah. Hannah really agreed with you. We're going to okay. pull this up here. So Hannah Clayton said... Um, Tear a bunch of squares and stick them together with a dot of skin lube. <laughs> Plain and simple. She doesn't care how you do it. Just do it. I like it. But Hannah Chun, okay. Hannah Chun said, I make mine exactly like Kevin. Exclamation Woo-hoo. point. Most efficient and most efficient way and tearing so many squares apart at a time is a stress reliever. Yes. Honestly, I agree with you. Just because rip and rip and rip and rip and rip. Yeah. I'll show you people. Rip, 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 rip. Uh, Carly said, one, lay out table's length of bottom pieces. Step two, glob a bit of lube on each one. Step three, press an equal length strip on of top pieces over the strip from step one. Step yeah. four, aggressively tear the squares apart. Step five, repeat. <laughs> as long as it's aggressive. As I, long I as it's aggressive. That. That's the perfect thing. Um, that's good. So that's the whole lay it out. Tap them, like spread it on, and then lay out again, and then aggressively tear. Okay. How about how about Nikki Hop? Nikki Hop said, step one, pull out heel and lace pads. 
Step two, pull out skin lube. Step three, grab tongue depressor. Step four, look at student just sitting in your office, hand them tongue depressor, <laughs> and tell them, have fun. <laughs> what if, What awesome. are they going to have fun? Never mind. They're going to have mind. fun with the lube. Lots of lube. Everyone has fun with lube. And something to depress. Um, Lexi, I believe it's Lexi, uh, Eggerlex, Eggert Lex, step one, work at an institution with students. <laughs> so this is just getting pawned off. This is great. I guess, yeah. Now, here, Miss Jessica one. Jessica Mayle, um, SFA, oh, uh, Stephen F. Austin, athletic trainer. Tell me if you've heard this one. Putting the skin lube in an ice bag and cut the corner and then using it like you're icing a cake. Okay. To apply each heel and lace pad. Way easier and not messy. How do you feel about that? I think it's... I... Um... I, think I guess my question is... what a hack. That is definitely a hack. If you can't afford the cock gun... Yeah, <laughs> put it in a, put it in an ice bag, <laughs> cut the corner, bag. and you're frosting the cake. I'm all, but I'm curious at how how they set up their the pad, or are they just doing one at a time, one at a time, one at a time, nope, one I'm, at a time, one at a time. No, I'm not sure. I don't know. Any either way, it's still brilliant it's still idea. Hack. Although, how much skin lube's getting left in the bag? You think stuck to the sides? Are you? Wasting, I think you. I think you wasting? can squeeze out most of it. You think you can? Oh yeah. Okay. I definitely think you can. I might try it next time. You better take a video. Take a video of frosting a cake? Yeah, with skin lube. Okay, I'll I'll skin lube it up. Last but not least, our good buddy Will George. So he uses those af- adhesive like foam pads, which I know we were talking about it and you were like I have no idea what Will just described. But I've I seen, do. I've Will. seen blister pads. It's close. It's very similar, but they're thicker. They come in like a sheet of four, and then you it's just the whole pad is adhesive. It's probably an eighth inch thick. I don't I don't know, somewhere in there. And then you just stick it to the person. Mm. Whoa, that was loud. Um <laughs> Yeah. You just literally stick it to the person and it actually does a pretty good job. They're pretty much the same size as a heel and lace pad, regular heel and lace pad. So nice. um they uh, work. Okay. And you know what? I've actually used them to just be extra cushion for the pushing. Pushing. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Heel and lace pads. That's what we got, man. Okay. So that that wraps up last week's discussion on heel and lace pads. We will have at some point um, some sort of contest, a time <laughs> contest on, in video. We'll get to that. That would be It'll interesting. Be yeah. Um, we also had a, a nice little um, debate on. H-A-M-M-O-C-K. That would be a hammock. Hammock? Hammock. 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 We put it up on Twitter. Hammock. And hammock (laughs) with the mick, M-I-C-K, which is not how it's spelled. That's because you missed the E-Y. M-O-U-S-C. M-I-C. Oh, Christmas. Uh, Hammock. Mm-hmm. Um, had 82% of the vote out of 167 votes too. So, I mean, it Imagine is crushing that. it. I mean, there's still <laughs> 22 hours left in this poll. Yeah. So if we can get roughly um, 120 more hammock votes, we can we can pull this one <laughs> off. But uh, I don't think that's going to happen. 
Probably not. And then lastly, we had a fictional athletic trainer debate from last week. Which restaurant would make the better athletic trainer? Mm-hmm. Chipotle and Qdoba. And it's making me hungry thinking about it. Yep. Um, Chipotle had 61% of the vote, 39% of the vote for Qdoba. You want to know the irony? I ate Qdoba today. Again? No. You said last week you had just been there recently. Oh, I had. Yeah, that's right. Yep, I had it again. I was driving past it, and I said, you well, know what? That sounds good right it now. Wasn't, it wasn't, it's not a debate on which food is better or worse. It's which would make a better fictional athletic trainer. Just seeing, it's um, ironic. Ryan McNulty21 here said Qdoba is a try-hard, lackluster athletic training <laughs> student. Chipotle is a confident veteran ATC. I like Strong it. Strong fighting words by Ryan. Uh, Nate said, to me, it's like asking which brand is better, Kinesio tape or KT tape. I don't utilize either enough to have a preference, so whichever is within reaching distance. Mm. So, I, You know what? I somewhat agree with Nate. Okay. Because every once in a while you're like, you know what I could go for is a burrito. Mm. And it's like, whichever one's closer, yeah. I'm going. Uh, and then CJ Hess said, Qdoba is the whole package. They don't charge extra for the stuff you need every now and then. ATs do the treatment, make the jokes, give an ear to talk to, take care of the insurance stuff, whatever it is. ATs do it all in the same package. <laughs> so CJ was voting for Qdoba. And then Cody Silva said they love Chipotle's Freaking ice love. Though. Chipotle's ice, though. The ice is good. You got some ice? Never learned how to do ice. Sorry. CJ, we, we're with you. Don't learn how to do yeah, the ice. Yeah, don't learn how to do it. So Seems go back like to episode four. Go them. back to episode four. I and like you'll it. Get our, you'll get our takes on ice. So that was our wrap-up from last week. Booyah. This week. This week. Everyone's stuck in two-a-days. So we're gonna we're gonna candidly talk about how to get through a two a day. Don't do fall asleep. <laughs> What'd you say? Don't fall asleep. Do do fall asleep. Oh, I think if you shit. can. I said the wrong thing again. Yeah. No. So uh, yeah. So let's um, let's discuss two days. How about it? Let's do it. All right. All right, Kevin, we're going to stop with uh, our fictional athletic trainer debate. Did you just say we're going to stop with? I think you just said we're going to stop with. I, I thought I said start. <laughs> we can stop. I don't know. Wait, we're going to listen. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. So we just went back and listened to the last, and we're going to encourage you to hit, hit the back button on your app. Go back 15 seconds and listen, because we just did. I definitely <laughs> said we're going to stop with. So my apologies. We're gonna start with we're gonna start with our fictional athletic trainer debate. Oh, good. We're and then laughing. we're gonna stop with the fictional athletic trainer debate and go on to something else. But um, yeah, well, I'm off to a hot start. Stop. So we're doing two a days today. So we're gonna talk about two coaches, fictional. Well, they're both real. Actually, very real coaches, but they were played by. Fictional, fictional people. people. Well, they were played by real people too. Yeah, I guess. Real people, real people playing other real people. Yeah, is somehow a, fictional in a fake fictional world. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, um, two coaches that probably would have would not be ideal for two a days in today's 
times. Correct. So we we thought, you know what? Two a days. What movies can you think of that have two a days in them? Yeah. What would and, portray the hard the hard yeah, days? Immediately, my my head went to remember the Titans. So Coach Herman Boone. Yep. And then we also thought Miracle with good old Coach Herbie Brooks. Yeah. And it actually kind of tied into last week where they were the top two movies when we discussed best bus movie. Yeah. So we're going to bring them to life this week and discuss who would be the better fictional athletic trainer. Yep. And we're going to do this week um, by job duty. So we're going to start... With personality. What? Because we always end with personality. Oh, okay. We're going to start with personality, Kevin. Dead even tie. Dead even tie. You don't think yep. either one. You know what? So I think they have very similar characteristics in being amazing coaches, mm-hmm. but personality-wise, they're very different. One of them's a little more in your face. The other one's a little like, I'm always on the side, like, and I expect more out of you, and I'm gonna give you like the, the bad dad stare from the corner, right? Um, the expect he that coach is this is the expectation. You can either live up to it or you can move on. Right, where the where another coach is a little more in your face, giving the exact same message, but a little more in your face. A little more vocal about I'll agree things. with that. Um, so you do you have a preference and style for athletic trainer? I don't. I do. Yeah. I actually think um, what we I think we need to be more on the uh, Herman Boone in their face. I think uh, not necessarily screaming, but I think we need to coach people along. Okay. As we go. Okay. Step by step instruction, and be very precise uh with our words and i think he did a pretty good job of that so if i have to i I agree there we're splitting hairs here we're splitting hairs i mean you could flip a hundred coins and it's going to come up 50 50 or pretty close but if i have to pick which i do Uh i'm gonna go with herman boone boone personality wise because i think he's a little bit more better communicator uh, slightly better I will say more frequent communication. I, I personally have a little more like coach Boone in me, like this more frequent intense communication and maybe a little more like motivational, like speak sometimes. So you agree? No, you disagree. Because (laughs) I also think really awesome athletic trainers will set the precedent of like, this is what I expect out of you. And I've told you my expectations. So therefore live up to them. Mm. And I should not have to remind you of everything that you should be doing. That's, that's fair. You know what I mean? And I think that's coach Brooks. I would agree. Right? I shouldn't have to remind you that you have to work hard. Then, then You're going to work hard no matter what. Boone Boone was pretty clear in his expectations. He was he very just was clear. very more vocal about it. <laughs> He's like, if you don't make it through camp, if you're not there at seven twenty nine, if true. you get there at seven thirty, you are not playing. It's very so true. So if you don't show up for rehab at seven thirty uh-huh. when you're supposed to be there at seven twenty nine. Uh-huh. Again, we're splitting hairs. We're splitting hairs. Okay. 
I'm going. I'm still gonna go. <sighs> Boone. I'm gonna go remember the Titans. Okay, I'm gonna go Coach Boone too. Oh, oh, I pulled you to the dark side. You did. Okay. You did. Then let's move on to uh, rehab. Rehab. Okay. So I think we've talked about it many times on the podcast that there has to be a motivation during rehab, mm-hmm. right? I also think there has to be a sense of maybe when too much is too much, mm-hmm. right? Um, <laughs> I also think that there's a, there has to be a plan. Yep. Okay. So this is why I'm going to go for Coach Boone in, in those three categories. All right. So we have to have a sense of motivation. Some athletic trainers do a really good job of motivating by showing what to do, mm-hmm. right? Giving the athlete a sense of, if I can do it, you should be able to do it. There's a clear and cut uh, example of that running to Gettysburg. Yes. Right? Yeah, it's it's a teaching technique. Yep. If you're not auditory, you might be more of a hands-on, like sure. a kinesthetic. Yep. And he kind of demonstrates multiple ways of, of teaching a skill. Absolutely. I, I, I think that's a good point. So then I think there needs to be a sense of too much is bad. There's a scene where Coach Boone is having his version of, again, like Coach Brooks in their two-a-days training camp his assistant coach comes over and says hey i think it's enough and he does one more and then he stops i think he understood i'm about to kill these young men okay right then the plan right Mm -hmm. there's a a good quote by coach boone in his football philosophy and his offensive game plan mm-hmm. and that he runs the straight veer and it's like Novocaine. Just give it time. It always works. Yeah. Right. So he had a plan for the entire season of let's just perfect the basics of what we need to do as a football team. And it, if we give it time, it will always work. So he's, he's going to be, I'm going to I'm going to argue a little here. Go for it. He's going to be the very simple rehab. Yep. The basic rehab. Basics. I'm going to argue that um coach Brooks um w- what I think about is the scene where he's sitting and he's studying so thoroughly the Russians. Okay. Um game planning. Uh, how to beat them, how, where their weaknesses are, um, you know, the, the cracks in the armor because they were the, yep. that, that just dominant force. And he saw like the little, the little bitty details where I think they could take advantage of them. Yep. And I think that's the long-term planning with some day-to-day maybe finessing of your rehab plan. Yep. Maybe we're going to tweak an exercise here or there. Um, okay. We're going to, you know, and you're going to have a, a much more well-rounded rehab with Herb Brooks. 
um, compare, I mean, where I think Boone will have a little bit more simple, straightforward, hey, here's your four-way ankle exercises. Mm-hmm. You're not going to okay. get that with Herb Brooks. Uh, he's going to make some changes here and there. I just I just see the, the a little bit more research and strategy um, in long-term planning. There. I will give you this part of his evaluation of the Russians. Yep. He figures out, why does everybody try to keep playing their game? Mm-hmm. We should play our game. Yes. Right? And we'll surprise them with how good we are at our game. Yeah. An idea. Mm-hmm. So that would lend to an idea of let's maybe not always do the same rehabs that everybody else is doing. Yep. Let's change it. Try something. Right? And let's try a different approach to this so that we can, I don't know, maybe dominate a rehab. All right. Let's um, let's go on to evaluations. So, I think it's going to sound like deja vu, but I'm going to go with Coach Brooks. Okay. Based on pretty much what you're describing same, for same rehab, argument. right? So I think not only the example of like he watched, he could watch the Russians and how they played, and he could evaluate a weakness. Mm-hmm. He could evaluate maybe a strength Mm -hmm. and maybe even a strength or weakness that they could take advantage of. Right. Yes. The other side of it is the whole idea that like he put this team together. Right. And he didn't, um, he didn't just take the best quote unquote, the best players. He evaluated each player individually, mainly from a personality standpoint. I forgot about that scene. But then that like, if they they all had to mesh together in order to create a team, um, I think that fits in the rehab and here. I know, yeah. But so I might my where it leads me is Evel, and then not only that, he physically hands everybody a test. <laughs> you want me to take your test? I'll take your test. I take your test. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he was pretty good at manipulating um, and pushing. Um, not necessarily in the straightforward manner, but um, the personalities. Yeah. So I, I'm going to agree with you. I've got Brooke, Herb Brooks on that as well. I don't I don't really have too much more to add. I just think psychologically he was really good at um, getting people to give information. Yeah. I, I really, I really, he's, he's like a, I, I feel like the hockey version of like Phil Jackson. Yeah. Like, to be honest. Yeah, like they were running the triangle offense out yeah. there on the ice, I'm pretty, pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about taping? You- <laughs> if anybody can get Shaq and Kobe to play together. <laughs> yeah. um, what do you got? What's next? Taping? Uh, taping, yep. All right. You, so you, I got so Coach. You, you were excited. You had this one pegged. Coach Brooks all day. Okay, can you explain? Okay, so first and foremost, I don't think I've ever met a football coach particularly a football coach that maybe played prior to like 2010 that didn't have fingers that were pointing different directions. <laughs> like or Ronnie Lott missing, serious, missing right? fingers. Exactly. Like I I promise you coach Boone probably had some fingers pointing in different directions cuz he played football his entire life. I guarantee he dislocated a few fingers. I'm sure that would inhibit him from being an elite taper. Yeah. 
the reason then also I, I vote for Coach Brooks is shockingly, um, for most people I would think, hockey, you have to have really good hands, like yep. very precise in how you use your hands well, to pass the puck, to shoot the puck, to, be, to have good touch, to receive the puck. It's not just this like brutal physical sport. There is a lot of finesse that goes in handling a hockey stick. Well, let's take it one step further. Sure. I mean, it's how much tape do they put on the hockey stick? They're used to taping. There you and go. Tearing. Now it, we're talking. I mean, it's like a baseball player taping a bat. Yep. Yep. Um, so he's got a handle. He's 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 had that white that one point five inch he in has. his hands before. He totally has. So I'm gonna agree that we're we're going Herb Brooks there. Yep. So, Brooks, lastly, let's go emergency care. Emergency care. So, I'm. I was hoping I would find out that one of these guys was also a part-time, I don't know, volunteer firefighter or something, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, my first instinct goes to back to uh, the rehab side where enough is enough like somebody that's really good at emergency probably would not just keep blowing the whistle and saying again because they're probably a little more concerned about the acute uh circumstance that they're in with their athletes and they're about to pass out or they're about to puke on the ice and this and that at the same time it's not like coach boone was that much more into it um or like aware of like maybe i'm pushing these guys too far i don't know the only other like side that i could see is that um coach brooks very much wanted to have like a divide between i'm your coach and you're my athlete coach boone was very much I'm your coach and you're my athlete, but then would pull people aside, right? And say, if you're, if you don't go to college, it's not going to be because of your grades, right? Or he would pull people aside and take care of them in a sense, like make sure that they're, they're okay. Right. Sure. But then he had this really rough exterior, right? So there's part of me that thinks, in a situation where your athlete is probably quote unquote freaking out, maybe because it's an emergency. Yeah, I think they both do such a good job of staying cool, calm, collected. Yeah. Throughout. Did anyone, did either one have a freak out except when it was planned, like a motivational tactic? I don't recall no. anybody like really breaking down. Um, I mean, a little, like Coach Boone has a, a bit of a temper. Yeah. Right. Like he's got a he's got a bit of like, but it's all, I mean, in reality, like very warranted of why he had the temper. Yeah. But like my, I, I guess my point is, I feel like there's that side of, in emergency situations, you need to be calm, cool, and collected, but you also need to be like a little more compassionate. Well, and you also need a, like a little flight. Fl- Sh- or sorry, a little fight response, not a flight, yeah. fight or flight, like. Right? Like, if something happens, you need to spring up and be ready to go. Yeah. So, in that respect, I think I'm going to go with Herman Boone. 
Yeah, see, I'm, I'm I think go, I'm voting. I'm gonna go remember Titans for emergency yeah. care. I think he, I think uh, the, when his window got shattered, they threw a brick through it. Yep. He just kind of yep. jumped up. He was ready to go. Yeah. And that's all I got. Again, the the difference between these two people in all these categories is really, you we're, we're looking for really small details here. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with Herman Boone there. So right now, it's three to two for, for Coach you. Boone. I think I got. Oh, I got three to two Herb Brooks in different categories. You did? Because I think I had... Oh, because you had... Yeah. I had I had emergency rehab. care and personality for Herman Boone, mm-hmm. and I had taping eval rehab for Herb Brooks, so I'm going Herb Brooks. And I got Coach Boone emergency rehab and personality. So you have three three to two on Herman on Brooks. Uh, Herman Boone? Yep. So we're... Of course, we're tied, which is great because then we're going to just leave it up to the Twitter followers. And that was not planned, by the way. No, I actually just crossed. Uh, yeah, well, that's good. So it's up to you folks. So you're going to have to go to the social media and you're going to have to vote who you think would be the better fictional athletic trainer. Herman Boone from Remember the Titans or Herb Brooks from Miracle. <sighs> Do you feel good about that? I, I actually feel, good. feel really good about that. I feel good. I thought that was a, maybe the toughest one we've done yet. Oh, my gosh. Very close. Very close. Yeah. Very close. Um, okay, let's take a break from the stressful thinking. Yeah. And let's go. <laughs> let's go to F M K. Woo! So, um, F one, marry one, kill one. Kevin, we have. It's physical season. It's physicals. Physicals are, are part of two a days because you can't get to the two a days if you don't do your physicals. So it's like the first week. Yep. We have three athletes. Okay. We have the athlete that shows up without their physical done. Yep. We have the athlete that comes uh, with a physical but is out of shape, mm-hmm. not ready for the season. And we have the athlete that comes in who's injured. Correct. And I want you to F1, marry one, kill one. All right. So I'm going to kill the out of shape athlete because I'm pretty sure I did nothing to deserve an out-of-shape athlete, and now the coach is yelling at me to get them in shape. Or that athlete's out of shape, and now the coach is all pissed off, and they're going to run them until they can't breathe anymore, and then they're going to get hurt. And then it's my responsibility to take care of that person. I'm going to kill it. Okay. I'm going to F the athlete that doesn't have a physical because – it doesn't happen well in my world it like never happened. No. Because we did all the physicals for the players. Yeah. Right. But that being said, as athletic trainers, it's kind of part of our job to expedite like an athlete getting into to see a physician, right? Mm-hmm. So we probably have a physician that we can say, Hey, can I get this person in? Blah 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 blah. If I only if I have to handle that every once in a while, it's not the end of the world. So I'll I'll handle that. Hopefully they don't miss much time. They miss the first day. We can get them in tomorrow morning, the next day, something like that. Blah blah blah. Uh, but I'm gonna marry the preseason injured, like kid or athlete. Um, and the reason is, chances are, if my athlete was injured even before the season or practice started, they were at least doing something 
to get themselves prepared for the season. Then there's the freak accidents. I was, I stepped off a curb and I sprained my ankle, whatever, right? That are dumb, but they happen. And then there's like, I was playing basketball and I tore my ACL and now I'm out for the season, which sucks. But it's like, it's not like you were, you weren't doing something stupid, right? So I'm totally okay with the idea that if you are, if you're injured coming into camp, it's not the end of the world. It's my job to get you back. Let's go. Yeah. So I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay. I'm going to, I'm also going to marry the athlete that comes in injured, but for a slightly different reason. Mm-hmm. If you come in injured, chances are you're going to be injured for a while. Probably. <laughs> so you, we're going to, we're going to spend a lot of time together. Um, and so I'm going to just marry you and we're just going to do, <laughs> we're just going to, we're just going to till death do us part. Okay? We're going to spend a lot of time at, together yeah, anyway. So usually if you come in hurt, you're going to either, even if you get back out there, you're just, you're probably not ready to, it's, yeah. it's going to happen. Let's just get this over with. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to kill the athlete that comes without a physical okay. or without their paperwork. Plain and simple. They're probably just brain dead. <laughs> you had one job. You had one job. And you couldn't do it. So <laughs> I'm sorry. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, I'm going to F the out of shape athlete. All right. In hopes that I can get them in shape. Because <laughs> so, maybe it's like you can start working out with them and then you can get in shape yeah, too. Yeah, like let's go. <laughs> Everybody needs a little cardio here. <laughs> let's do this together. Um, so I'm just going to F the out of shape athlete. And you're going to have to – you're you're – Going to have to work your way up to marriage material. Yeah. Okay. So I see. I see a lot of uh, for the out of shape athlete, a lot of dirty thirties in their future. Yeah. If your athletic oh, trainer done a dirty is dirty thirty in a while. Chad oh, that was a Henbury. good one. I have to now that I'm forty. I should come up with a filthy forty. Ooh, filthy forty. I'm gonna have to come up with that. Oh like boy. So, um, right. cool. Let's um. Top five. It. Top five. Yeah. Um, top five this week. I'm gonna try and spin it uh, as a two a day, but it's not really. Um, so Kevin, I think we, it is. We asked 100 athletic trainers, name something that's in your kit, but n- rarely or ever, never gets used. But never gets used. Never gets used. Um. Yeah. No. This is totally two a days because in two a days, it's like you. You stock the kit like yep. crazy, right? Yeah, you're thinking, what am I going to need? Everything yeah. under the sun, let's put it Everything. in there. Everything. And then by the end of the year. You're like, I've never used that. Yep. Yeah, you think, um, you, you, you're going to think of worst case scenarios for every single thing yep. that goes in there. Yep. And then a lot of times I think at least, and maybe I'm totally biased from my history of two-a-days, um, you're not always in a close proximity to your athletic training room, right? So you have to be kind of prepared for everything. Um, but anyway, let's get after it. Number one, eyewash, because it's eyewash. Sting relief pads. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like I would anticipate there are people in the world that get stung by bees, but 
I've never used the sting relief pad before in my life, and yeah. they've always been in my kit. Cotton tip applicators. Okay. Or Q-tips in yeah. reality. <laughs> the strap that you actually put on your kit, like the, say the, the bag kit that you'll have in the dugout or on the sideline or whatever, and then you have the strap that goes over for your shoulder. To carry it. To carry it. Never you, seems to get used, and it always seems to be folded. You, have in, you ever used that? Strap? Never used it in my entire life. Anytime I've if, ever I had a bag, if anybody has. We're gonna put that on the social media. Yep. Um, we're gonna put that on social uh, back uh, the kit strap. Because there's always a kit strap on those like soft bag kits, and either you have wheels on it, and it it's like luggage, yep. right? Or why wouldn't you have one that you right? can just? <laughs> or you throw it like into the back of a golf cart, gator, or something like that, and you never have to use it, right? Yeah. Anyway, the last but not least, ice bags slash the wrap that you use to wrap on ice. Anything bags. ice related? Anything ice related? Okay, those are good answers. Um, let's see. <laughs> we had a wide, 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 wide variety of answers. So. Um, in, we had three, a three-way tie for a third, fourth, and fifth. Okay. <laughs> three answers a piece. Okay. Tongue depressors. Yep. So somebody that's never had a peanut butter and anything sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> three, three of you have never had a peanut butter sandwich at work. Or, so in baseball, I used to make Or like, never made heel and lace pads. <laughs> yeah. Or I would, um, oh, I would tape cleaning, them together yep. and I would clean to clean cleats on a All muddy day. Yep, yep, I would do the same thing. Um, Luco tape. Ah, in your kit. In yeah. the kit, Luco tape. And needle and thread. Needle and thread? Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean. That's really prepared. Was, someone was planning hobbies. Wow. Yeah. Or some cross stitch. doing some, doing some like sideline stitches. I'm going to have a lot of downtime <laughs> this year, so we're going to get some cross stitching in. Oh, oh boy. No, I'm I'm freaking I'm stitching up people's faces when they get cut open or something. Oh boy. Um, in second some place with thread. four votes, save a tooth. Yeah. Has anybody? I mean, I've never used it. Have I you? have. You have. I have. Okay. I, the thing that Once. bothers me most about One the saber tooth mm-hmm. being in the kit is that that the the cardboard is so flimsy. Yes. Halfway through the year, it's just like disheveled. Anyways, yes. it's yep. just why whatever. Just come up with a better package. Yeah, please. I agree. It should be in like a little plastic case or something. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it is in a plastic bottle where you save the tooth, yeah. but you want to keep the box because then there's like instructions instructions and, yeah. and all the above like, it just it. doesn't work yeah uh and in first place with eight votes eight. and i think this is a really good thing cpr mask so people ah. are prepared and don't have to use the cpr mask good call i think that is have you have you ever had to use the cpr mask no. i have not either i've never had i've never had to administer cpr yeah so. Yeah, I have not either. So I think that's um, a positive thing. That's interesting. But I think it's it's also positive that we've had you know people who are ready for it. So, mm-hmm. um, you know what? I don't. Everything else. I mean, there's everything under the sun. Got at least one. Right. Any he, kind of crazy stuff that you like? Um, anything stand out? So no. the CPR mask is interesting because my 
my CPR mask was always connected to my AED. Yeah. So I never, I didn't even think about it as part of my kit. Very nice. Yeah, I'm just quick going through the. Anybody say chocolate bars? What about like just a really bad tasting like protein bar? No, <laughs> just nobody, sits in there all yeah, season. Sunflower seeds never get used. <laughs> nice. Carnica oil? I don't know what that is. Yeah. Canola oil? Nope. <laughs> no, I think everything else. Oh, business cards. Business cards. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a great answer. So, yeah. uh, no, nothing nothing too crazy. So, we'll just um, let's let's get on to tour days. Let's do it. Chad, welcome back to the pot. Wait a second. Wait Not a every- second. Nobody knows this, but we just took three days off from the podcast. <laughs> that was um, a long <laughs> break in between regular segments and feature topic. <laughs> Life happens, right? And so Super refreshing. While, you gotta, you gotta take a break. You gotta take a break. And what, do you want to talk about two days? Let's talk about two days. Okay. I actually just had. My first set of two a days this week. That's awesome. I covered two baseball games in one day. Ooh. At a camp. Baseball. Since we started this show. (laughs) (laughs) And I also went to two baseball games on the same day. You did. Earlier this week. Holy cow. And I might have watched a total of three innings. You went to a major league baseball game and an independent league baseball game, I think. Earlier this week. That's pretty amazing. What a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but the fact that yes. I got two I got two baseball games in since yeah. we started this podcast uh-huh. just goes to show how good I am at this job. Oh, uh, you're very you're very good at it. Oh god. I mean, in a matter of four to eight seconds of that little clip. Yeah. Chad's gotten a lot of things done. Yeah. So two a days. Two a days. So Let's, what's you know what Chad? What's a two a day look like for you? Well, I want to I want to back up. No, before oh, okay. we get into what it looks like for me and you, mm. let's just talk about them in general. Oh God! First right. off, let's do this. What is the point? How many <laughs> sports actually play twice in a day that they should be practicing twice in a day? Right. You always talk about sports specific specificity wow tough for me to say specificity specificity acidity so anyways if you're not going to do it on game day yeah should we be doing it Uh uh-huh can you all right give me the sports who should be doing two in a day who should be doing who should be Uh, first and foremost uh track and field track and field athletes there's many track and field athletes that will run or jump or throw and then they won't do anything for Four hours, and then they have to do it again. So. Yep, swimmers are the same way. Swimmers are the same way. Yep. Um, Semi-finals in the morning, and then yep. finals at night. Uh-huh. So I can yep. get behind them doing two totally. days. Um, Maybe a tennis player. Tennis. I think many tennis players will play multiple matches in a day. Yep. Um, baseball. Baseball. If you consider that moving around. <laughs> <laughs> if you consider that a real sport. Yeah. I mean, come on, like, really. They're not doing anything. They're just standing there. Um, Other than d- that, d- they will have they will have uh, double headers, right? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Probably more so at my level than the level you covered. Uh, I mean, yes. we would we would have a double yes. header probably once a week. 
And uh, I would. It, oh my gosh! In the South, we had. Well, I guess minor league ball. I was thinking when minor you were league ball, ball, we had doubleheaders a lot. Yeah. But it was weather, you know. Yeah. But it wasn't big. It wasn't planned. It was all weather. <sighs> Volleyball might occasionally have. Yeah, two. they'll have a tournament, right? Yeah, they might. Other, um, than, other than that, I cannot think of uh, re- a wrestler. A wrestler. So like individual sports, tournaments. Individual right? sports. Yeah. We'll have some tournaments, matches, get up, meets, compete, cool down. Yeah. Do it again later, but, but I think the major sports, the and the probably the one the number one sport in the entire world, as in soccer. I don't. Well, know. I mean, football, soccer, basketball are your th- are your three sports that probably do the most two days. Yeah, and they're the only three that probably will never we'll probably. play multiple games in a day. Yeah, I mean, for sure football. I don't think there's ever been a football team that has played two games in one day. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. Maybe that we can go to a thirty-two game schedule in the NFL. Oof! Absolutely, double Come headers on, every Sunday. Let's go, Roger. Not Rogers, but Roger. <laughs> Let's get some two a days. So, so yeah. So, anyways, the Think moral of the, fantasy of the story football is: numbers if you had thirty-two games instead of sixteen, that would be a fun <laughs> thing. But so, anyways, the moral of the story is. We shouldn't have to be there all day because these no. coaches think their athletes need to be there all day. Yeah, it's it it but, does it begs this or it brings up this question of like, why, why is it so traditional to have a two a day in football? Like, what is it about that world and that sport that says you have to have two a days? Like, it's the only way you can create what more, you create the rest. More of the is less. I mean, they feel like. I mean, the playbooks are probably just so substantially complicated. You know what? My playbook in high school was not very complicated. Yeah. It was right or left. It was even or odd numbers. And all I had to know is where I had to go through a hole or, like, what route I had to run. Like, that's it. Oh, gosh. And go tackle again. That is a whole animal that we could take on. Mm-hmm. But, you know what? Maybe some, one day we will. Maybe. Maybe but one we, day we, we will. But for now, we just have to be there when... To take care of the athletes. Yeah. We're so let's have talk to cover about it. it. So, you I know what the funny? Sign- sorry, the funny thing about it is, yeah, the coach who gets so mad because a person has missed six practices in three days. Yeah. It, it seems like they're missing so much time. Yeah. And you have to be like, look, they've missed three days. the The healing yeah. doesn't happen faster because you have more practices in a day. <laughs> yes. You know, like I know, I get it. They've missed six practices instead of three, but right. there's nothing you can do about 72 hours. Yeah, but Chad. There's no time machine here. But Chad. Hot tub time machines. You're, so if you're going to have two practices, that means you're going to treat that athlete before practice. That means you're going to treat that athlete after practice. During practice, they're doing something for rehab, mm-hmm. and then they're going to get treated after practice, and then they're going to get treated before the, the second practice, and then they're going to rehab again, and they're going to treat it after again after that second practice. So if you're doing... And, and when's the healing happen? <laughs> <laughs> but that's... Exactly. No, you are creating healing, Chad. It's you. It's your uh, hands. You are magic. And that's why your athletes get back in one day because there was 12 practices instead of 12 days over 12 practices. It's incredible. <laughs> It's incredible the way coaches think compared to the way we think. Um, okay. So. Yeah. 
you want to talk about treatments in between practices or do you want to? Oh make, yeah. Let's get going go? on that. Let's get, so you let's got that hour it. and a half in between your yep. two sessions. Yeah. So you're going to, you're going to do treatment yep. for 30 minutes on 15 kids. <laughs> you're going to send them out. You're going to get 20 to 30 minute break and then uh-huh. they're going to start filtering right back in. Yep. So hopefully you didn't throw an ice bag on them just to put a hot pack <laughs> on them 20 minutes later. That's all I'm going to say about uh, that. It's just a prolonged contrast. Oh, prolonged waste of time. <laughs> what a no, waste of time. I, I mean, for real. Like, if you are in a situation that you have two-a-days and there's athletes that are coming in and they're they're going to get post-practice treatment, it better not be anything that is like, now, an hour later, we're going to do the exact opposite in order to start getting you ready for practice. More often right? than not, I bet it is. Way more often than not. I, I think just, I don't know, get the get the kid to move, get the kid off their feet, get them in a in some sort of recovery position. Um, if, you, if you're a modality-based athletic trainer, yeah. you're just doubling up your workload. Totally. If you're a movement-based athletic trainer, you probably can get away with a little bit more. Yeah. Of of it's going to be a little bit more beneficial just to get sure. them moving twice as much. Sure. Not to mention, also, you need to just stop sometimes. Yeah. You just, yeah. You, you just, still healing still has to happen yes, at some point, and right? it's not during rehab and all that other stuff. Not to mention, you need a little time to provide your body with fuel. So provide your body with fuel. Fuel. Let's talk about fuel. Ooh, fuel. Um, what do you eat during two a days? Well, we put a, t- a, a poll up, right? Yeah. And it was, the options were, I'm eating whatever the team's buying. Yeah. You know, at the college setting, um, and probably the professional setting, there's food available before, yeah. after, during, at uh-huh. some version of that. Yeah. Um, so eat what they're, whatever they're providing for you. Um, you're going to meal prep your own stuff and bring in something. Probably. Um, Maybe some sort of delivery, some Jimmy John's or can. Subway or yep. a Qdoba or Chipotle, which we talked about three days, I mean, 30 minutes ago. Uber Eats, baby. Oh, no, that was last week's episode. I'm, I'm, I'm so confused. Oh, my gosh. What day is it? Yeah. <laughs> um, so some sort of delivery or, or are you just skipping meals? Yeah. You're fasting. A lot of times. A lot of times you're just fasting. I would, f- more often than not... Um, I was just eating, you know, the soccer team, when I was covering soccer and they were doing two days, they were really good to me. I was always on the team order. So whatever they were providing, I would, I would just make do. Sometimes I would run and get my own thing if I was just tired of, I mean, you can only have so many sandwiches, so many slices of pizza. So every once in a while I need to change it up. I just go get my own thing. Isn't it crazy that the, the convenience that is pizza ends up being what a lot of athletes eat yep just because it's so convenient and then it's just you can order one for like two people or three mm-hmm. people right it's very it's interesting i don't think there's an athlete out there that has not had pizza in between two days or after a big game or after you just taxed your body to its extreme and we so feed it with bread and cheese what were you doing for two days so i didn't have two days Right, so I had spring training, and spring. So spring training is, it's a different animal. Like it's still a long day. It's that's what I'm saying. Is it? It's just a long day, and it's very planned out. 
And to be honest, it's n- it's not much different than a regular season day. The only, like the differences are more guys, so there's a lot more guys, and then it's super early in the day versus midday. So you're you're working like the first shift versus the second shift. Yep. Um but I mean all my meals so in spring training we had breakfast and lunch provided for us. Breakfast though was served based on when coaches and players would get there. So and it brings up another topic of working out. I used to get there super early to work out with all the other athletic trainers and the strength and conditioning coaches and a lot of the a lot of the um other coaches like in baseball as well. But I would always have my coffee, but then my specifically like my bulletproof coffee. Um that would kind of get me through to for sure breakfast. I'd eat the team breakfast. Um, which usually for me though, is just like some eggs, hopefully some bacon, if I could get some bacon, um, some fruit. And then I really wouldn't eat much until lunch. The crappy thing was if you were on the road, you would have to like, cause you were doing treatments like team that everybody would go out. They would do individual stuff. They would do on field stuff. And then people would come in and you would need to do treatments on guys. But if you were going on the road, you had to like scarf down a quick lunch or you were eating your lunch in the car or on the bus on the way to the field where you're going to play your game. The, the, the nutrition of an athletic trainer can be summed up in one word and that's convenience. Yeah. It's whatever is most convenience. convenience. So I actually just looked up the poll we put up Uh 46% said they meal prep for two days yeah. which is which is my a lot better prep. than i thought now for some meal prepping like for me meal prepping was a protein shake or a protein yeah. bar or something pre-packaged a, yeah uh-huh. um rtd um 32 percent of people so basically one out of every three said whatever the team's buying yeah so right there your top two are 78 percent. so basically three out of every four Easily. are doing the convenient thing yep um, 7% said they were having meals delivered mm-hmm. and 15% said they were skipping meals, which I'm going to, there's I, I, not every day, but occasionally, yeah, I, you look up and it's three o'clock and you're like, shoot, I haven't even eaten yet. And I, then at that point you're like, forget it. I got an hour and a half of work yeah, to go and I'm just yeah. going to get out of here and go home. Yeah. So sometimes think- that's the convenient and I think everybody's been one of those athletic trainers. Like at one of those four, we like each day is different um, on the time that you get. Slash, did you actually meal prep or, you know, or today I'm just more hungry for some reason. And mm-hmm. so I have to grab that protein bar or what have you. But I, I agree with you. Convenience is probably the number one word that is associated with athletic trainers and eating. So you had mentioned working out. You get up early and working out. Um, oh, I just man. pulled up the poll we had, yeah. um, you know, how people work out during two days. Yeah. The options were working out more often than usual. Yep. A same amount, work out less, or ha, 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 ha. Yeah, ha. right. I'm not working out ha. at all. Two out of three were not working out at all. Right. 
which doesn't surprise me. No, it doesn't surprise um, me at all. 13% workout less, 15% same amount of workouts, which is probably like one per day. And right. then 5% of the people said, I'm working out more because you're there. Yep. Longer. Now, I, it, for me, it would depend on how long that break was in between sessions. Sure. So if I had a, if I had like an hour window, yeah, I'm probably not working out. But if I had a two hour window and I could get people out and I had an hour, yeah, I'd get a, a 30 minute workout in and then quick grab the food that the team provided and then I'd have like 15 minutes before. Right. At, so I would work out in between if that window was two hours or more. If right. it wasn't, then I'm skipping the workout because yeah. I'm not. I I didn't have I didn't have it in me to get there early or stay late. See, and that's yeah. So my world was. It was both of those. Uh, early in my career, it was stay late um, because I didn't. I, it just logistically, it didn't make sense for me to come in super early. But then later in my career, it was earlier nothing because we carpooled, and so like everybody just kind of had this understanding that we get there at X time, we leave the hotel at 4:30 and if you're not on that you better find somebody else that has a car to get there at 5:30 and so to be ready by 6 um so it was kind of we always I used spring training as this I'm away from home I am the only thing I'm doing is working this is my I'm going to I'm getting on my schedule of working out every single freaking day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I yeah, did. You're, you're almost sheltered from social life. Yeah. So you might oh, as yeah. well at least. Totally. And to be honest, it's probably important to take a little bit of time to blow off some steam, yep. to refocus, to Correct. not just be stuck in go mode. Yep. Uh, so when I was, when I was working out afterwards, I mean, I would, so I'd, you know, we'd get done with a game and then we'd get done with treatments and then get done with notes and this and that. I mean, sometimes I wasn't starting my workout. I mean, no, I was at the field or at the ballpark, like at 5.30 a.m. And sometimes I wouldn't even start my workout until like 6 p.m. But there was part of me that was just like, one, I needed to get like the steam off. I needed to get this. I need this to carry me through, Right. This is what's energizing me so that like I'm not just working mm-hmm. um, because the only thing you're doing when you're in spring training is working, sleep or work, eat, sleep. That's all you do because you're there so long that like the only thing you have time for after you get out of work is to go get dinner. And then by then it's like, say it's 730 and you're like, I'm friggin' beat. I need to go to bed. Yep. Um, no. Unless you're superhuman, like a few of the guys are, and they can built, built stay for up and read articles or go out and party or do whatever. I mean. So you mentioned sleeping. Sure. You ever sleep during? Okay. Or so, in between? Uh, no. Because, I, mean, I, I mean, somebody asked us to talk about napping. Days. Yeah, napping, man. I, you know, I, when I when I used to cover soccer and then baseball. Yep. Um, not necessarily if there was, you know, two of the same sport, but like I would have every once in a while, I would have an hour and a half to kill. Yep. And I, I didn't work out. I, yeah. I would 
close the athletic training room, turn the lights off, and I would take a 45-minute power on nap. The Where would you take it? Right on, on, the on table? a treatment table. On a treatment table. Yep. Nice. Um, you know, not I often, never... Not often, but every once in a while. Yeah, well, as you should have. Like, I never really got the chance to because we didn't have, like, a break in the middle of the day. But I will say um, I remember in high school my athletic trainer we had we had this big stack of mats that were like high jump mats yep in the in the gym and they were i mean it was a pretty large stack and like other mats that were also in there and so obviously a very soft cushioned area and a lot of the athletes would go attempt to take naps there but it was very much like nope coaches and athletic trainers only and like so a few times like i would they would be out there or they would be in the gym and definitely taking a nap like kind of in between stuff um the athletic trainer though i would see which is great to me i was like go for it man you've been here just as long as we have and then we would all find somewhere else to take a nap when we were when i was a high school athlete as an athletic trainer i just never had that experience so i don't, I don't really know um but i would imagine a high jump mat would be quite the place to take a nap for an athletic trainer. Yeah, RSVP, <laughs> yes, for me on that. Chad, <laughs> yeah, what are like so? Then what are your, what are some other things that maybe other athletic trainers have experienced? Maybe like a little pet peeve. I know we were talking to our good friend Lauren. Yeah, Lauren about, actually. Um, what did she say? Oh, she was talking about. <laughs> she was talking about hygiene. Hygiene and uh, <laughs> making sure like. Two days usually means August in the heat and how <laughs> yeah. we take care of ourselves. Oh, my God. Football One, pads. are you showering? Are you fresh? Yeah. Ready to go? But then also, you know, making sure you are taking care of yourself. If you're out in those those heat, uh, sun-filled days, don't sure. get sunburned. Yeah. You know, she, she said, I just wear long clothing. And to me, that sounded silly for somebody who's working in the South. But yeah. then I thought about it. Man. It's important that we take care of ourselves. Yeah. So get fried. Um, it's something that I've never had to deal with up here no. in Milwaukee. You know, the two days be out in the sun is kind of nice every once in a while for us because <laughs> yeah. we don't get it too often. But uh, it just it brought up a point that I hadn't hadn't thought about is agreed. The, like showering and hygiene and all that during during work. Totally. I I, I did you have to did you I have showered to, twice a day. You did in the yeah. middle. Yeah. So you I mean, had to take so a you would, had to take a fifteen minute freshen. Yeah. So I would wake up and then. That's leave. crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, just because I never had to do it. See, and that's uh, it's so funny. Um, I have so many former colleagues, and we still joke about it. Like, so the professional baseball world, um, everybody showers at the end of the day, like everybody, mm-hmm. and so. It's very locker room esque, right? So all everybody would expect that all the players shower after the game, after practice, whatever. But in reality, so do the athletic trainers, so do the strength and conditioning coaches, so like so do the clubhouse guys. Like everybody showers, and so it's really funny this idea of you at you get very used to <laughs> this idea of like I shower with my coworkers every single day. <laughs> And I remember um, 
we had a wonderful physical therapist. His name was Kevin Truitt. Go, other other Kev and Kevin with an I. Um, and he did one of the greatest things he could ever do, and he made a decision to be around with his family more often because baseball just didn't allow him to be around his family. And he came into spring training that next season. I was like, oh, how's everything going? And he's like, it's great. I haven't showered with one of my coworkers in like an entire year. <laughs> and it's, it's so true. Like, it's crazy. Like how many showers I took while I was in baseball. I would like legitimately get to the field. I'd work out, shower, work all day, shower. Like I took so many showers while working in baseball. It's crazy. It's absolutely nuts. Yeah, but hyg- so hygiene for the athletic trainers, really good in baseball. <laughs> I don't know about the other world. Like I don't know about the high school athletic trainer. Slash, I think the other side of that is ath- athletes. Like, I mean, not every high school athlete that's going through a two-day is going to have that morning practice. They have an hour and a half, two hours in between practices, whatever it is. They're not going to shower and then go to practice again. And so now by like 2 o'clock in the afternoon and they're getting done with their second practice, 3 o'clock, they're getting done with their second practice, that's one stinky effing kid. Yep. Right? So, and then not only that, but pads, helmets, gloves, shoes, like, oh, man, it's disgusting. Disgusting. I don't know. Does hockey do two-a-days? I've never had to work hockey. I have no idea. I have no idea either. We'll have to have somebody who listens to yeah, this podcast hockey, let like, us know. Is there, is there a two-a-day culture if you're listening, in hockey? Shoot that's us a, a tweet. I mean, that's a stinky locker room no matter what. Yeah. So, holy cow. How about how about the stocking? Man, two-a-days. You're, you're probably flying through a lot more supplies. You're, a lot more administrative duties is just stocking, twice the yeah. paperwork. It is. I mean... Talk about that, like holy cow! There are there's that sense of okay, you have to document all your treatments. Yep. I mean, if you're treating a kid four times in one day, are you actually documenting that four separate times? Holy right? like, cow! Holy crap! Yeah. I heated. I iced. I heated. I iced. Yeah. I did a massage. Just write pre-post by four. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, two a days. I I'm very lucky. Lucky have never worked the sport that it was like strict strict two a days. I know you've worked a lot. At the same time, I would also say like a lot of college athletic trainers work multiple sports. Mm-hmm. Right, the high school athletic trainer works all the sports. Yep. But it's very you're just you're there and you're available. I think I I don't know what it's like to be the high school athletic trainer that has to cover soccer and football and volleyball in the fall will oversee multiple sites it's got to be stressful as all can be but um i, think I know football just... tends to take over for yep. that like the importance of the athletic trainer being there um hopefully the football field is really close to the school close to your athletic training room so that you can cover multiple things at the same time but at the same time Holy cow! I, I don't I don't know what that's like. Kudos to you guys. Kudos to you guys. I think it's amazing, um, and keep doing what you're doing. It's tough it's times. definitely a tough atmosphere to be an athletic trainer in. You know what's fun about two days to me? 
is predicting when and what the injuries are. Sure. Being like, hey, today's going to be all blisters. Yeah. And then lo and behold, it's all, yeah, day one, (laughs) day two, day three is all blisters. Yeah. And then once you get into day four through 10, you're like, oh, here come the hamstring and quad strains. Uh Uh-huh. And just knowing. Absolutely. It's just like clockwork. And people are like, how did you know that? And you're like, because it's the same thing. So I think thing. that's that's kind of fun. That's a fun part of two a days for me. It's oh, just and sometimes the frustrating part, yeah, right? The ankles, they're in there too. Big time. Fatigue so, sets in, all of a sudden your ankle doesn't work. I mean, overall for me, I just like to plan out the food all day. I like to know when you and are, where it's coming. You are very food motivated. Very food motivated. Tonight I was ice cream motivated. <laughs> Frozen yogurt. Froyo. Fro- froyo. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, what do you think? I mean, is that, uh, I don't know. Leave think, your comments if you got anything more. I think we summed up two-a-days for the athletic trainer. It's it's a hard <sighs> job for a short amount of time. Yeah. You really just yeah. got to lock in. Hopefully, it's not any longer than two or three weeks. Yeah. Two weeks, three weeks tops. Yeah. Can't be. School starts in September, yeah. you know, I guess. Whew, once you get into the main season. It so. Just- it's then just, you're, then you you're just, just going to really, roll. I mean, yeah. I know I say this all the time. I talk about the grind. The two days is the grind. The, the, you know, so do it for a short amount of time. Just make sure you're taking care of yourself. Definitely take care of yourself. If you can, work out, work out, work out. Eat a little healthier. Maybe drink a little less. <laughs> drink more water. <laughs> all planning. Um, yeah, it's, it goes a long way. It definitely goes a long way. Cool. Oh, all right. Let's wrap this thing up, huh? Let's wrap it. Knowledge is king. Knowledge is king. Knowledge is king. Kevin. Yes, sir. Excellent job on the uh, two a days. Yes, you did have an excellent. I think job. we had a few extra days to plan that out, so it worked out well. <laughs> two so, uh, extra days. Um, you know what? Everyone's been going through two a days the last week or two. Yeah. And so kudos to you out there. Mm-hmm. You guys have been working twice as hard. Yeah. So what Kevin and I want to do is we want to give you a twofer. 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 So what does that mean, Chad? We, we've been talking about a major announcement. You've been waiting for it all episode. Brrr. So here we go. Kevin and I are going to come out with a extra show this week for you. Yeah. So we're going to do it. We're going to do a two a week. We are doing two this week. So we're going to do two episodes this week. Yep. And we want to try something new. Yep. We're going to do a, a short, brief, 20 to 30 minute show sometime at the end of the week, Thursday, Friday. We'd like uh-huh. to put it out. All would you rather questions. Would you rather? Would you rather athletic training? <laughs> so we're going to have you ask us would you rather questions on our social media account. Heck yeah. And Kevin and I are just going to. Pick the best ones, mm-hmm. and we'll answer them. Yeah. So an example we'll might be, as many Kevin, as can. Yeah. would you rather do a five-minute massage or a five-minute ultrasound? Oh, five-minute massage any day of the week. You would. So you, Absolutely. Okay, would you rather? So Kevin's going to need something a little bit stronger than that question. <laughs> That's something what to I make do, him think. Chad. So be creative with these things. Yes. We want, we want funny, thoughtful, we want, we want the whatever craziest. you got for us. Yes. Would you rather athletic training related? Yep. Tweet it at us. We're going to have an extra show this week for you. Can't wait. In addition to that, uh-huh. um, back in June when we went down to Las Vegas, 
Yeah. We were on the sports medicine broadcast with our friend Jeremy. Uh, we did a right. live show on his sports medicine broadcast podcast. That episode is coming out this week. Did we check the roof? We didn't check the roof for anybody. Oh, no, In you Las never Vegas? got lost. I got lost at one point. but No, I, I, I think we found you right away. Um, so make sure nobody, you make sure you listen with a baby. <laughs> I found a baby before. <laughs> <laughs> um, so make sure you check out the sports medicine broadcast this week uh, where Kevin Please and do. I will um, come up. Yeah. I mean, if you haven't, well, that was real hot on the mic. If you haven't seen the Facebook live, uh, you're going to be able to hear it and see it again, yep. I guess. So it's awesome. And lastly, mm-hmm. if you are a friend of the show, and hopefully, if you're listening, you are our friend. Please, please, please uh, find some athletes. We are still looking for people to do the top five survey. I'm just, I'm just picturing somebody like listening to the show like, oh, I fucking hate these guys. Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I just want to listen to hate them. Maybe you don't think you're, you're, that are, you're our friend, but you are. You are. You're a pal. Be a pal, a buddy. Unless you're playing Catan against us, then you're... Yeah, if you're playing Settlers of Catan against us, we will rip your heart out. (laughs) But find find an athlete or two who would be willing to spend three minutes doing treatment with a hot pack on anything. You can can do it in three minutes or less, answering some questions about athletic training. Yeah, it might be fun. Um, Other than that, thank you for all your reviews, ratings, subscriptions, and and listens. We really do appreciate it. Candid underscore ATC. And we will see you sometime this week with our special Would You Rather show. Ba-boom. See ya. Imagine if you're job was to sing into a microphone or rap that would be pretty interesting i'd be unemployed (laughs) i feel so unprepared so those are the best ones it's gonna be good it's (laughs) gonna be good